the Samuel Jackson line has been laid down on bandmates, and that's what we're going to be discussing in this uh, episode of Wood Eric Metal number six, five, five, six. So I can't count. I, you know, I think it was easier when it was like forty-three or something. Yeah, and when I got off the higher with the numbers, it was much easier to keep track of. <clears throat> now it's like, what season and what number? And like we had to reset. And... Yeah, and got it. Like uh, we should actually like write it down, but why? You know, cheers with the uh, jam and juice on that. Uh, what is that? Oh. <laughs> it's a man driving a small car. <laughs> I meant the name of the beer. <laughs> Here, I'll let you say it out loud. See if you can read it. Oh, man, the light is weird. Hoof-hearted brewing. <laughs> say it again. Hoof-hearted brewing. Isn't it hoof? 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 Which, something? I don't know. Hoof-hearted? You're, you're... Oh, nice. <laughs> 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 I'm like reading it seriously. Hoof. Hearted. Who says hoof? Is that a buffalo thing? Probably. <laughs> That's where I was uh, born and raised, so I have that, uh, all those huff. little idioms there. I'm like huff. Huff hearted. Huff hearted. <laughs> Very nice. That's yeah. Uh, <laughs> Man, every one of theirs that we've tried, like, they're amazing. I'll have to do, all right, I'll put it on the list. They're in Columbus, so when I was in Colum- I played a gig in Columbus. Yeah. How did that go? Good. Yeah, it was a cool, like, it's this new spot they have down there um, that they're trying to build up. It's only the third, like, jazz event they had. and Oh, cool. It was cool. It was actually, it was at this church and, like, that they're sort of, I don't know, revamping or, it's like a very open church. Okay. Um, and, uh, it was just people from, like, the neighborhood or whatever coming down and, like, it was, you know, real artsy and stuff. So, pretty neat. Very cool. Was it like, uh, did you get power? Because I think you were texting me that you lost power. Oh, no, it was cold. Power. It was so cold. <laughs> was it because of no power or it was just a cold? No, thing? it was just cold. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was cold because it was super cold that day. Yeah, it was like... And then uh, it was like an old, you know, it's like a church, like drafty church. So an older church. Yeah, it's like, like, the, it's, I think it's like the one of the oldest, maybe the oldest church in Columbus or something, or it's like, it's got uh, a really yeah. long history. That's going to be cold. <laughs> it's like drafty so, understatement. Yeah, it was it was chilly. But you Absolutely. know, and it was cool, you know. It's it's always great to like meet new people and Oh yeah, man. Sort of grow your good. thing and that was with the Night Terrace project, the acoustic night terrace project. And uh yeah, it was a receptive crowd and you yeah, know, it's nice. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So yeah, they're trying to make it a thing and like they there's there's still more stuff they need to do, but are those like artsy spaces? I really like playing those generally. There's yeah. usually like a built-in crowd, and uh, they're really in like the people that like want to hear stuff, you know. There's a and, big thing, uh, you know, very open-minded, and I don't know. It's just it's a good scene. Mm-hmm. Well, it allows you to be creative, like really be creative. Like yeah. there's other gigs where you can quote unquote be creative, but you know that you're pushing the boundary because of the audience. Yeah. Versus other people that are like. All right, I'm here to experience something new. Show me, you know, and I think that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's fun. Very cool. While while heading there, I got a call, and I'm not going to say from who. I'm going to we're going to keep names out of all this, but okay. So I got a call from a person I'm doing a project with. It's actually been about a year now. 
Um, this is a recording project. And I was trying to figure out where I was going, so I didn't answer when I first got there. So then when I arrived, I looked, and he left a message. He's like, hey, man, call me back. And then I, <laughs> I looked at my email. And so there was a project I was doing with, you know, it's four people. And the one person asked me to, so one of the people, the person who called me, asked me to to join because the guitar player they had before, um, you know, just wasn't cutting it or whatever and taking too long with everything, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, sure, let's do it. So part of that was like taking too long. So I, I'm like, sure, I'll, I'll do it. And I started getting tracks and I took it upon myself like, hey, these need to get done quick. So most of the stuff I turned around within three days. Now, this was a pretty open-ended kind of project. There was no real direction. Like, I kept asking for a direction. Like, what do you want? But I would just get these tracks. Like, oh, yeah, man, lay your stuff down or whatever. <clears throat> and then I would send the tracks back. And then I'd send, like, a mix back of what it was. And I'd be like, hey, is this what you're looking for? Is this cool? And everybody mm-hmm. thing these, like, big thumbs up. Like, awesome, cool, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I'm like, all right, you know, as we're going along. And then, uh, you know, so there was like, I don't know, eight tracks, ten tracks, something like that. You know, put a good amount of time in it. And then it kind of just disappeared for a while. So, and then I would say, too, like, I mean, I, I like, I did it right. Like, I had multiple mics and amps and, you know. Yeah. I really um, treated it like something, you know, unique. And I try to treat every song a little bit different and hopefully like a lot of like little ear candy kind of stuff throughout. And I used all kinds of pedals and just different sounds and different guitars and different amps. And, you know, just, it was, it was very colorful kind of recording. Um, and it was, you know, it was kind of weird, but like nobody told me anything. There was no charts or anything. It was just like, here's the music, add your parts. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so some of it like didn't have much direction or whatever. So I tried to add like melodies or sometimes it had sort of a melody, but then I would do something else. Um, sometimes it was not the greatest <laughs> and I tried to do something with it. Um, but I think overall it came out kind of cool, you know, I mean, it was just an interesting project anyway, got all that done. And then it just sort of disappeared. I mean, I think the last thing I recorded was, june of last year maybe yeah i was gonna say it's been a while yeah i think it started like march to like june See, it was kind of funny too it was like oh we have like the other guy wasn't taking he was taking too long or whatever so i'm like okay well just give me all the tracks but mm-hmm. then like they weren't done i don't know it was kind of weird but whatever it was what it was and then they're even talking like oh we should probably get like a record label and this and blah 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 I'm like cool you know whatever i'm like and assuming this whole time that like they're listening to what's going on and whatever vibe I was going. Cause I've just like, there's no direction at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, I started, I uh, it was like a month or what was it, like a month or two ago, maybe a month ago. Um, there was a guy who was mixing all of it. So he, he spent all his time. He mixed it, whatever. He sent one of the tracks back. And uh, all of a sudden, those other two people, like, so the guy 
who asked me to do it, I guess like loved it. He thought it was super cool. Um, and then one of the people, other people were like, um, the bass is too quiet and this, the vibe is totally wrong and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And I'm like, and there's this one part where there's notes are, there's wrong notes. (laughs) I remember that fiasco. There's some wrong notes. Uh, Um, now mind you, this is a completely open thing and there's a lot of weird, like atonally things through all of it. Yep. Um, and just like, dissonant sounds and things like that so it was just sort of a really weird comment and so initially my response was like well I don't, you know if you don't like that part just take it out i don't care and then the other person wrote and they're like well hmm this is interesting um definitely wrong notes um whatever I'm like what <laughs> okay and then the vi- like i'm not sure about the vibe but everybody should probably get their place to shine in this or whatever and i'm thinking like dude i've like the mix was cleaned up a bit but it was base it basically generally sounded like the mix that i sent back you know in terms of just it, to on your phone or whatever it's going to sound about the same yeah you know, it wouldn't be until you heard it through headphones or like a good speaker system or whatever that you would notice it mm-hmm. and it was funny he was like the bass is too quiet and i was like um, I listened to it on my stereo with the sub and the bass was just like flooring and like it was too, probably too loud. <laughs> and I'm like, but I, you know, whatever. I didn't really care. I'm not like being, it is, yeah. the, it's like this project, like whatever. Um, just let it be. And I'm glad somebody did the work and it still sounded pretty cool, you know? And I, I don't mind it that it was like, it's kind of cool when you listen to something with a sub and it just like floors you, you know, it's a, it's a cool vibe. He's like, well, I listened on my phone or whatever. He's like, maybe it was better. So I'm like, you commented on the mix and stuff like that, but but you listened to it like on your iPhone, like speaker or whatever. Like, I hate that stuff. Yeah. That, and then, true. but then it was just like, they couldn't let the whole thing go. Um, and they're like, if a classical musician plays the wrong notes in a symphony or some crap. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, like well, the most ridiculous thing. And I'm like, first off, you might think it's wrong, but you're wrong. Like, who yeah. are you to like? I don't think it's wrong. It was like a harmonic movement of you could. There's all you could do almost anything with harmony. Like, um, it, it, I remember listening to that track, trying to find the quote unquote wrong note that you were talking about, and trying to ignore the ta- timestamp because, like, you know, it's it, that yes. this is the thing that. It, so it's like I, I hit play and I'm closing my eyes and I'm listening. Like, okay, where's something wrong? Something wrong. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm I'm not hearing it. Like, given the vi- in the context of the vibe of everything that was going yeah. on that track, it made sense. You sure. know, it wasn't like, oh, nope, 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 nope. That's yeah, that's it was just kind of weird. But I don't yeah. even care about any of that. I don't even yeah, care about anything that I played. So one of the things that happens, it's actually one of the coolest, I think, <laughs> like guitar, like playing that I've done on any recording on this particular song at the end of the song, like. It's just really like kind of a cool, cool guitar solo sort of thing um, that happens. It just has a vibe about it, and these yeah. like a, these ascending run things or whatever. And I'm like, it just had a cool vibe, um, and and it doesn't sound like anything that I've really heard before. Like I can't really be like, I mean, there's certain parts that sound sort of like something or this, but generally I thought it was kind of original sounding project. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I tried to, you know, be kind of, but then they're like, just kept being more and more negative. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is stupid. Like, I really, I like, I started saying like, this is stupid. And yeah. I actually stopped reading any more emails from them. Because I'm just like, it was just, I'm like, for one, I'm like, I sent you these things forever ago. And the guy who mixed it, he's like, he's sent you this stuff. Like, if you had a problem, like, exactly. you're telling, you're telling me in like the last nine months, you didn't take the three minutes. It's like a three and a half minute song or something. You didn't take yeah. three and a half well, minutes I mean, to just I'm, listen and see if it was like the vibe you're looking for. And, and now you're going like, to. Yes, exactly. Like, and, and I'm interjecting a little bit because. No, no, go for it. Yeah. I've been talking but, for a while. <laughs> no, you're fine. I, I was, but the thing that annoyed me about that is like, when you're telling me about this whole situation, I'm like, did they not have this for months? Like, they've had that like, particular one at least 10 months. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, okay, if you sign off on something 10 months ago, like with a th- thumbs up or whatever it is, I'm assuming it's fine. And then. You Man, every I mean, single track I uploaded, I'm like, is this what you're looking for? Is this the kind of vibe you want? Yep. Like, hey, check it out. I put this recording. You could check it out real quick. Does that is that sound good? And they'd just be like, forward motion, cool, go, yeah. Like, I'm like, all yeah. right. Yeah, like, exactly. My yeah. impression was that they must have like at least like scanned through it and say like there was no in- there was no indication they were like you know what we're not going to check this out till it's mixed. You know, like there was none of that. Yeah, and it I was, was like, like, why would you do that? Like, if that, yeah, it's just kind of weird. Like, what a waste of time! No. Like, what a waste of time. Anyway, so on the way down there, the reason I got a call was because those two people, like, excused themselves from the project. Mm-hmm. They said, "In our tracks will no longer be usable." Blah blah blah. So not only did they waste my time, right? Um, they wasted and, their own and then time. we're completely in, unprofessional. Like yeah. not even listening to it, like, hmm? like not even the common, not even the common courtesy to be like, we're not gonna listen to it until it's done. At least I would, you know, like there was nothing like that. It was always like, man, awesome, cool, great, glad you uploaded it, blah blah blah. Um, thanks for, you know, it was like that, like thanks, cool, awesome, you know. And then there was, you know, like, oh yeah, I know Tim's gonna shred all over this or whatever, you know, like there was stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, whatever, you know, cool. Is that what you want? Like, I don't know. Like, that was the only, like, the only comment from the one person was, you know, Tim's going to shred all over this. So I was like, is that, I'm thinking, like, is that what you want on the next track or whatever? Like, is that, like, you're, I don't know. So, uh, but then they wasted all the time of the guy who mixed it. Like, yeah, he told me he spent a bunch of, I mean, he spent a bunch of time on it, like hours and hours and hours on it. Um. I don't know, just what an unprofessional situation. Yeah, well, it clearly shows that they weren't listening to things to begin with, which is a huge red flag. Like, at least you know now, but you figured yeah. that when you send it and you get immediate, or quote-unquote, close to immediate feedback, yeah. you're assuming that they listen to the thing. Like, See, I mean, so we were using, like, Dropbox or whatever, and you would upload the files, or I'd upload the files. They had the files. I'd download them. I'd work on it for a couple of days. I'd upload the new files. I usually put, like, two to four guitar you know depending on what it was because i sometimes i'd have two different mics yeah or whatever yeah. you know and i'd have a stereo track or whatever anyway i'd yeah, upload I those it. files and then i'd upload a mix of it like an mp3 small you know like something that was not was not the wave files that would take like seven <laughs> years to download or whatever they were the it was like no time at all you could easily put it on your phone or whatever yeah and uh but then 
like they it was kind of weird because they'd be like okay those are all uploaded cool well i'm gonna take them i'm gonna take it down the next day you know like it was like the next day or whatever they would take them down to save space right yeah yep it's like hey everybody got them that needed them we're gonna delete this so we have still space so we don't have to pay dropbox or whatever yep (laughs) um see uh, i don't know it was just like what a lame way to be in a project Mm-hmm. Like it, it just seems like this Kurt. I mean, I would never, ever, ever, ever recommend either of them for anything ever. And yeah. I would highly recommend people to look elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like I was playing with like Jocko or something like that. You know, it's yeah, not like, no, I get it. I like get they it. don't like get away with like it wasn't playing with like the all star cast of greatest musicians on the planet or something. It was mm-hmm. just. Though you couldn't tell necessarily from some of the emails I saw. Yeah. Yep. But, um, yeah. So like, I guess we were just, ta- I was like, man, we should do, a- <laughs> we should talk about this. I need to vent about it a little bit. So yeah, no, it, it sounds like they just didn't care to look at it first of all. And then secondly, to come back after that much time, yeah. it's just like, dude, what? Like you told me, Months ago, this was fine. Thumbs up. Go ahead and do the work. Okay, fine. So you're taking their input and you're putting it out there, right? And assuming everything's fine. And then to- I would even say like, hey, man, like the one track, which we didn't even hear, and I don't think they've ever heard because they didn't listen to anything. <laughs> um, I'm like, uh, there was like a track where it had this pretty awesome, like I don't remember what time signature. It was like a 13 or something. The way the drum started. And it had this kind of like prog metal thing happening, you know? Yeah. You know? And uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to use the Mesa on that. Like, just ripping, like, you know, Genty Mesa, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm like, yeah, this is what I, 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 would, I would explain, like, what I did, you know? I was explaining, oh, yeah, I used the fuzz in this. There's a ring modulator. I used this. I did that. There's this effects thing. And there's a stereo track with da 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 da. You know, I, I'm like, how much more professional could I have been on any of that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah, and I don't care. Like, they could have, they like, say I did because I've done this before too, where I've done projects, and then like they cut like ninety percent of the stuff that you send them, yeah. and they use ten percent of it. Yeah, and that kind of stinks because you're like, man, why did I spend so much time on it? And they only wanted that ten percent, but whatever. Remember, uh, it's like I their remember. project, and they could do it. But this wasn't their project, by the way. This was. Everyone's yeah, project. Yeah, yeah, yep. and uh, so yeah. I mean, even if they would have done that, though, they'd be like, "Well, can we delete this and that?" And like, okay, whatever. I'm not gonna like. And also, well, I'm gonna say, if that was gonna be the case, if they were gonna say like, "Well, can we remove that part?" Sure. Can we remove that part? Sure. I remove that whole like solo thing at the end. Sure. But then I was gonna be like, "Can we remove that part? The keyboard yeah. part there. Can we remove the bass part there? Can we remove this part yep. here?" remove that you know if that was going to be the dialogue if that was going to be the kind of a like relationship that we were going to have sure you know whatever then we then we're all going to start cutting everybody's stuff and maybe that would have made a better project you know that i don't i'm not going to say that it wouldn't have yeah you just don't know so, i don't know yeah. so I, w- I would have been open to that it was the like elitist bullcrap you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is the way I remember, it is i recorded you way back God, this must have been 
Oh, and that, yeah, the one school the, music. Or yeah, whatever, the, yeah, the the Fairlawn School of Music, or what was at the time Fairlawn School of Music. We like took over the whole house yeah. there with your mesa in the other room, and yeah. yeah, I remember that. That was back with my pro tool in my pro tools days. <laughs> yeah. So, and then we got like I, I love the stuff that you were doing when we were recording and laying it over, and then he yeah. sent me the final idea back, and I was like. What the hell did this guy do to this? You know, he took out like, like so much of it. Yeah, all the stuff that I thought was killer and should have stayed was gone. Outside of like little, like you know, at a five minute track, you maybe had like ninety seconds of guitar right. out. It was like yeah, I, I remember that one too. I think there was two songs if I remember right, but uh, maybe it was I don't know whatever. Yeah, I oh, this is another pet peeve that's going on in my head right now too. But <laughs> let's which hear is, it. But uh, this is. I felt like in that case that there was like no melody, like there was no melody at all. So I added a melody with the guitar mm-hmm. in that one. And he was like, well, the, this shouldn't be, it should be done by the other instrument. I'm going to try to be even more anonymous, but the other instrument should have done yeah, the melody. Yeah. And uh, I'm just like, but there's no, there is no melody. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like, that's fine, but could you play a melody then? Because like it just yeah, sounds exactly. like a backing track. Um, and that was another one where he was like, "Oh yeah, do whatever you want," you know. Still, that was actually like his project, like mm-hmm. his thing. So whatever. Like, I mean, I didn't. It is what it is. Yeah. I I tried to give something good. If you only like three seconds, I mean, I'm sure this happens to like every studio like professional ever, yep. where they do like stuff for people and they do it all the time and then like they hear back on the radio you know like wait you use that take and that's the <laughs> you turn me down like the entire rest of the yeah the only thing i heard what? was do 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 and like <laughs> i was like but hey i guess i got paid for it or that whatever. happened to eric johnson there was like some 70 like late 70s hit i think i was watching it on rick beato's channel it was like 1979 this huge hit and the electric guitar solo is next to completely silent <laughs> and he's like you know he's like th- th- it was an outro solo so it kind of makes sense because you know everything's fading out but he's got a hold of the stems and brought the volume back up and i'm like oh my god that sounds like eric johnson and he's like that's a young eric johnson laying it down but they totally just like got rid of it he's like the solo was killer but they so totally yeah. like damn that sucks you know but um yeah, I mean, you know, it yeah. is what it is. That that yeah, that feels a little it. different. That, oh, I was gonna yeah, say that, that was the pet peeve of mine, which I think I suggested to you. There just very much seems to be in like heavy music right now, and I mean like non-commercially heavy music. So don't say Neil or Joe Satriani because it yeah, uh, not that they're commercial successes, but they're playing more towards like yeah, simple song, whatever. But like in the in the like the heavy more like progressive or fusion whatever just like completely like a lack of melody. <laughs> I don't really get it. Like a few albums in, I'm gonna say the last two years. I'm like, I don't know, not a few. Like it seems like most of the big name players or bands in those genres are just like putting out backing tracks. I don't, I don't really get it. And some of them. <laughs> are actually really good at doing melody and they've proven that previously. But now just, you know, it's like, it could be like odd times or just like a texture thing. And there might be like a really cool riff. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times they're thinking the riff is the melody, but the riff 
isn't a melody. I mean, in, in the cases I'm thinking of, they're not really melodies, and they're just, they're not interesting enough for, you know, they're cool enough for a backing track, but they need some development or something, and then there's, like, the yeah. lack of complete development in any melodies. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> that reminded me that the other no, project no. it's like well i like why like why not try and i have a whole pet peeve i mean melody is a weird thing right because like yep. it's so easy to go to college and learn everything in the world about rhythm and learn everything in the world about harmony they're very uh um it's easy to quantize them or whatever or not quantize um what's the word I'm qualify qualify them right yeah i mean it's like you can break it up in these pieces and it makes a lot of sense. And it's like, here's how you get this chord. Here's how you get this chord. Oh, you can put seven over five and this is how it works. And mm-hmm. any complex rhythm you can think of, it's really easy to come up with ways to tell somebody how to do it, which is also sort of easy to impress people too. Like, and I think that's what happens with a lot of like the heavier, more obscure bands is it's, it's so much easier to write, like a riff that flips from 13 to 19 in uh G sus sharp um five flat you know <laughs> nine chronotonality or whatever like you can do that that's kind of easy you know in a sense but it sounds so cool and like people will be like man that's the coolest they're the awesomest what's it have um, you seen that the meme with uh tosin abasi or he's like, when you meant to play, or when you're playing a C sharp minor nine flat eleven seven or yeah. thirteen, and the rhythm guitar player plays a C sharp yeah, minor forgets nine, to play the thirteenth. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's got like the snide look, and it's like, yeah, I get. It, it's funny because you know it's there's um, well, it goes back to the old thing of like difficulty being the showpiece rather than the melodic content. Well, what I was going to say, like, and there's something to be said for that, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Well, Uh, those things are easy to do. I mean, they're easy to explain really. I mean, they're a little abstract if you're not a musician and, or if you're a musician who doesn't like to think about the math side of it. But if you, Mm -hmm. if you're open to the math side of music, um, in sense like rhythm and harmony, like they easily, it's so easy. Like it's, Yes, it's sort of elementary, but it's, it's abstract. But it's pretty elementary math. And mm-hmm. once you show some rules, you could probably show like a ten-year-old who is mm-hmm. sort of bright, like how to come up with any chord ever and how to name it. And it you probably would only take you a couple of days to like get through to them. So it's mm-hmm. not. Now maybe they wouldn't understand all the functional things that move, but any of that that stuff's like teachable. But melody is very interesting because. It's hard to come up with rules for it um, because every rule you could come up with, you could probably find an exception to the rule. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's welcome to music theory in general. But, but I mean, in, in harmony, that's a little different because uh, no, we don't. We don't t- <laughs> well, in harmony, we don't uh, we don't tend to say good and bad harmony or good and. I mean, we can. It kind of can. We do, <laughs> but well, we do do that. A I lot. mean, you well. I'm trying yeah, to think. It's well, there. it's it's a little like less objective. I mean, there's more ob- objective, I should say, in that like know. you mean, might be able to say, well, if you had like bad uh, voice movement or whatever, those kind of things. But that's something you can teach too. It's very like logical. You but can then say, you have ideas like Babbitt, where the voice leading conceptions are just gone. Like sure, it's but all serious that, stuff. well, art art becomes a kind of a another thing. But in general, like what we consider like. 
I don't want to say mainstream, but even like not Babbitt. You know, <laughs> well, a lot of, that, that that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, like, like not well, Babbitt. Oh, let, that narrows it down to everything. <laughs> but I mean, you could ignore a lot of the like the in, sort of like let's say intentionally fighting the rules music, right? Yeah. Um and I'm and I don't even mean like odd time signatures fighting the rules. I mean like we're gonna not play the same. We're we're gonna intentionally not have any like re, um, resolutions or anything like that. Like, non retrocratable rhythms or anything. Yeah, else. like yeah, we're gonna. And that and that's all great music too. Not, not a knock. Yeah. I, I'm just picking on a little bit more. Like hey, we're using some kind of um something that at least more people can relate to or something. I don't know. I don't know how to qualify this without sounding <laughs> like it's sounding horrible. But anyway, melody is like you can't really make any great comments about it. <laughs> People tend to say stuff and it's very uh, wishy-washy. Like, um, well, the melody should probably ascend and descend in some way, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And if oh, you have, yeah. and if you haven't had, like, if you've had a bunch of small little intervallic you moves, have a leap. you maybe yeah. you should have a leap. You know, followed by a uh, what's it? A leap followed by a stepwise descent. You know, yeah, those are all typical things. But yeah. that you could find plenty of examples where that wasn't true, and they were still great yeah. melodies. Um, or like maybe it doesn't happen for a while, and it, maybe it happens a little too long. But then actually, that's kind of creates the melody even better because now there's this weird tension that needs to drop, and it still isn't dropping. It still isn't dropping, and then it drops, and then you're like, oh, it's so satisfying, or whatever. So melody is kind of a funny thing, and then there's dynamics, and then there's articulation, and all these kind of things. You couldn't really say, well, make sure you articulate every third note or whatever. You can't say stuff like that. Make sure you articulate on the uh, strong beats of the measure, or you yep. can't say you can't say that because that's not true. You can't mm-hmm. even you can't you can't make any real um, comments about it. We we just sort of know when it's good and when it's not. It's a very yeah. odd kind of interesting thing. I say, I'm saying all this because it's harder. <laughs> it's way harder to write a great melody in a lot of ways um, than it ever has been to do any of the rhythmic or harmonic things. And uh, because and that... those because those things are you can quantify those. You can mm-hmm. you could you could learn about it. You could find out what everyone's doing with those things. And repeat it, you know, and you and it would res, the results would be what you expect. But when you do that with melody, it's not always <laughs> what you expect. You can't just like map some rules, really. Though it's probably not the worst idea to try to start making good melodies. But uh, regardless, that's just one aspect of it. And then there's the whole like great melodies have this. Um, they're constantly evolving and growing and um, something should happen to them as the song goes along. That just seems sort of logical in a way, but it's not logical. Like we've just suggested Yeah, <laughs> it's, but it's like, it has to fit in all these things. And, and it, so anyway, it's an interesting thing. So I think that's why a lot of times um, in these heavier bands, I'm going to just pick on those for the most part heavier let's say more obscure non not trying to write like pop songs kind of bands um because it's hard and it's way easier just to put out 
this the quote unquote backing track with um you know all the cool time signature stuff and weird harmony and stuff like that and layers and just make it real tight and then you're like oh look that's and then people will be like oh that's so cool but then there's no melody and i think the reason maybe this is i'm going to try to bring this Look home back. Yep. bring it home which is the reason melodies are hard is because they take time so I think that the people can make good melodies probably most people could make good melodies but you have to keep working it mm-hmm. like where you could write all the like harmonic stuff and like you kind of know the rules enough that you could probably do without ever listening to it and it'd be generally good you could put like rhythmic things if you know sort of what they sound like and you could you could pretty much like map a song out without ever hearing it and have a general idea that it sounded good without anything, but you can't really do that with melody. So the melody one, you'd have to, you have to go through and you try some stuff and you're like, eh, that's not really working or okay, maybe that's kind of working, but then you got to come back the next day and you got to work on it again. And the next day and it takes time and it might take you a year or whatever. Maybe it takes your whole life to work on this melody and constantly like improve it or whatever. I think that was one of the things, and I'm going to pull this back to to still one of my favorite guitar players, Satch, because the guy has a great ear for a melody. He really does. Like, his stuff sings. If he got a singer and wrote out out the guitar lines, you could totally match that. I remember reading an interview uh, with him. I was like, yeah, it took me like 10 years to come up with something for this one track. He's like, I had like the end of it. Like set like as yeah. a tape, and he's like, it was always hooky, but I could never get somewhere to lead into it to where it was like, all right, this gels. He's sure. like, sure, I could have just slapped something not on it, but and then he's like, he find, and it was like one of the bigger hits. I can't remember which one uh, of it, but it was like all of a sudden it just like boom, just kind of like came out of it. And well, it I, I will say, and this maybe isn't fair, but I, the more like standard progressions and poppier songs like Satch does. It's a little bit easier to do melodies there, and the reason why well, yeah, the course, reason cause... well the reason why beyond just that the chords are simpler or something like that is that we just we have so much information from like we've heard so many songs like even if you aren't copying a song or whatever like you've heard that progression so many times in so many variations that were good that you just you just have this like reservoir of ideas you could use that would probably be pretty good because you've heard it a, a thousand times um, and or millions of times, you know? So it's a little bit easier to pull from that and be like, okay, well, this kind of has this vibe and I, okay. Yeah. And I could, I could hear this melody going in here and this chord. like you, you just have this whole, res- but so in the more obscure music, when it's not following the common chord progressions, common time signatures and stuff like that, you, there's, a lot of that's just not there to pull from. Mm. So you really have to like work it out. It would be interesting to take someone like a Satch and put him in a project like a Dillinger's escape plan or something like that. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. And then tell him to come up with a melody for all of it and see if he could even do it, you know, and if it would be any good or would it be, you know what I mean? What would happen? Would would he be yeah. able to do it or not be able to do it? Would it? Um, it's funny. It reminded me, <laughs> Chick Corea. You know, he passed away a few or like a year ago, I guess. Yeah, maybe a, a little months, more. I think. Yeah. And uh, anyway, he did a thing at the Blue Note for like two weeks, three weeks in New York City. It's a famous jazz club, and he had a different project every night. 
the different like like McLaughlin was there the one night and like you know Victor Wooten another night and then his acoustic band the one night and electric band another night and it like in every set like it's like three hours of music that was all different than every other night for like I think it was two or three weeks for you know like seven nights a week every night was a different project just imagine that for one just an absolutely like ridiculous musician and a lot of the music was really hard you know like and like a lot of it had like written parts that were hard to do you know and he had this stuff just like in his head you know like imagine having what is it like you know, like 40 hours of music that you could play, you know, like written music that you could play basically. Anyway, um, he, McLaughlin was talking about how McLaughlin does all this weird time signature stuff. And like, here's Chick Corea. This, this is how good of a musician he is, you know, 40 hours of music in his head. And he's like, Oh man, he's like, you're going to bring some like odd time stuff. Like, like maybe we could do something in seven, but like I can't, like I can't play on any, like your stuff. I can't do it, John. Like I can't. And John's trying, yeah. like, oh man, check out this song though. Like I think you're gonna like this one. And he's like, oh, he's like, I like it, but I can't play. I don't know how to play on that song that's like in thirteen or whatever. So even though he's such a just a monster musician, and it maybe it would have been kind of fine. He did not feel comfortable at all mm. doing anything with something in thirteen or whatever. Yeah, you know, so I mean, there's not many better musicians that's ever been on the planet than that guy, and he was. So I wonder, yeah, like if you put someone like Satch who just doesn't live in that world where there's weird time signatures and atonal harmony and like twelve tone stuff or whatever, like would he still be good at melody in that situation? I don't know. May, I mean, I'm not gonna say he wouldn't be, but I'm saying yeah. it's an interesting. Uh, thing to think about because it's, it's more challenging yeah and I, th- I think that's why um like people like stravinsky or whatever just blow me away like yeah the melodies are so <laughs> strong and like the music can like it just feels so free and open and like um i don't know it's just so it's so strong and there's not that many people that have been that good at that thing mm-hmm. <laughs> um well, i mean but it's, it's hard to do it just he has to be a, wasn't he he's like a big tinker right like he was just yeah. like Oh, that didn't work. That didn't work. He wasn't like Mozart, who just like wrote it out allegedly. Um, you know, no, he definitely did. <laughs> no, Mozart totally did do that. What? Well, no, no, I know, I know. I hear. I was just kind of making fun of him, but <laughs> you can kind of tell too. But in a yeah. lot of it, but uh, yeah. So anyway, Stravinsky was a tinkerer, and he, you know, constantly going back and forth. Oh, well, I wonder if I did this instead, and whatever. I just um, actually saw a picture of him today, acting all casual with a big grin on his face. Oh, Stravinsky! <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. Happy Stravinsky day. There's, there's a cool YouTube video or video where he's talking about his writing with like an apprentice he has there or whatever. It's kind of mm. interesting because he was at Oberlin. Was for he a while? He was a composer in residence. Yep. Huh. Which I was like, really? I thought he was dead by then, but apparently not. It was like in the '60s. Hmm. So I was like, that's kind of wickedly cool yes um but yeah but yeah i mean but i think that that just it's one of those like it just takes time to make the melodies that work in those situations and i don't want to say it's lazy but there's a little bit of like i want to i want to say lazy i think it's a laziness and this is a reflection on me as well by the way i mean yeah i write a lot of music like this and 
I know the songs I've written where the melody is not like, or maybe there's barely a melody or not a melody. And I know it's me like that needs to spend the time to do it. And it's, and I know it's going to suck and it's going to take forever. Mm-hmm. And I might not ever really be happy with it. <laughs> like there's all these things that I know that could happen, but, but then me, if you, it's, but it just oh, takes yeah. time, you know, it just takes, you, it's not like the other stuff. Like I could come up with the craziest weird chord progression stuff, atonally, whatever, um, with crazy odd time signatures. And it probably sound really cool. And I could do that tomorrow. Like I come up with a, what, give me a time signature. Give me five time signatures. I'll make sure the song has it. Give me 30 tonalities and I'll make sure they're all in there. Sure. No problem. (laughs) You know, and it'll probably fit a certain mold or whatever. Um, But yeah, actually coming up with a strong melody. So I don't know how how we got here because I was just, I don't know P- either. We were complaining, on, about complaining about stuff. So I just well, I have complain. to complain too. All right, let's complain. <laughs> let's complain. I mean, sometimes stuff just happens where things are, are unusable in the studio. I remember doing that when I was recording on a friend of mine's uh, album. I did like uh, I one t- yeah, I had one track, uh, and I did this whole thing in like an altered tuning. This was back when I was in Buffalo, and you know everything was laid out. Uh, drums, bass, every, all the vocals were done. It was just waiting on the guitar. So I went in, played it, nailed it after a bit. You know, I was still pretty green in the studio at the, in those days, but <laughs> got it done. Uh, it sounded great, like it was all mixed. And then he, uh, the drums were off. So he had to redo everything. And so yeah. that, all that, it was just like poof. And I got thanked on the album for all the things <clears throat> you don't hear. <laughs> you know, who did I can take? Yeah. It's not like I'm ticked about it or anything like that. It was just like one of those crazy flukes that just kind of happens. It's like, oh, man. But uh, my my biggest complaint in terms of bandmate was when I was working with a, somebody that won't be named just because of things. And, you know, I worked with this particular artist for a while and learned all of their tunes uh, got the, like learned them by ear, but then also got the charts to make sure that I was right. Yeah. You know, and they're like, Oh, we're getting these from a Grammy award winning recording engineer or a uh, producer and so on. I'm like, I don't really care about that, but just get me the charts. Okay. And it, it doesn't matter how good, just give me the charts. That's all. So I got them and it's like, okay, Hey, I was right. You know, it's like off a little bit on this one, same chord, but I was missing an extra uh, yeah. note or whatever. So, and I learned all the music, worked with this person for months, getting it all ready. Day of the gig, show up, keyboard player there. It's me, a keyboard player, and the other person. And we get ready, and we do the sound check. And they're like, oh, you don't need to do a sound check. And I'm like, why don't I need to do a sound check? And they're like, oh, because you're just going to be, they're, they're going <clears> to <throat> be playing to a track. Nice. And I'm like, What? <laughs> you know, <laughs> excuse me. And they could probably tell by the look on my face. Uh, I don't know if I told that story, the story on the podcast. Before, I don't think so. I, I was know. like, I don't think I've heard this one. Oh, you haven't heard this one. So, anyways, I, they're like, "Yeah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be plugged in. You're, they're gonna play to, they're gonna uh, perform to a track." And I was like, "Take like the Super Bowl." Yeah. I th- well, yeah, exactly. You know, it, at least the Super Bowl has some justification to it. This is just kind of like, I I spent months away from my kids, away from, you know, other things that I could be doing, learning this, frankly, boring pop music, you know, for a paycheck. 
and now I don't even get to play it. I'm saying, <laughs> and uh, like they looked. At least, you, at least you sounded really good. <laughs> maybe you know it's it, it, whatever but uh it, i i was so i was livid like i was just super pissed because it's like if i would have known that i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have cared had i known that before the day of the show but tell springing that at me on the day of the show is like, oh yeah the hell you know like i'm paying for a babysitter i'm paying for this i took time away and this is i would not have done it if i was just gonna mine you know or maybe i would have if, if it was the same amount of money Cause then I was just like, okay, whatever. I didn't play the guitar, you know? And so I get up there and oh, it, I was, I was furious on the inside. I'm just like, you just, you wasted months of my time learning this pop music that is just, you know, frankly bores me to tears. And I think it's an insult to most music, but whatever that's your, it, it, that whatever. Um, so I uh, like it. The Why did it take you months, Adam? It should take like 30 minutes. Come on. Oh, that was rehearsing, not in terms of learning the music. That was rehearsing, you know, like, get a, here's another. Rec- oh, we got to rehearse with this. Let's rehearse with this. Let's perform this here and, and so on. Oh, and so you were so it. bad that they had to get backing tracks. You know, you're a son of a bitch sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it had nothing to do with making sure that it was going right. You know this stuff. But anyways, so like <laughs> they, 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 they could clearly tell that I was super aggravated. And they're like, uh, don't don't worry, we're going to double your pay. I'm like, OK, problem solved. You know, in one sense, I'm like, all right. And then I, you were I, like I, spinning I, the guitar and like. Yeah. like I, I actually just like took all my cl- clothes and played it in front of me to make it seem like. Oh, I was playing with other you're, like, you're like Pat Metheny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the Speedo. So it uh, but now it, it was just like that was one of the most memorable things that I was just like that. That never again. Like. Never again. And it, it, I don't want to say there's quadruple bad, pay. Uh, quadruple pay, I'd do it again. <laughs> uh, but that's uh, as long as it's exponential quadruple, not like four times the original, but two times two times two times two. Then ah. for sure. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, that was one of the biggest things where I was like, what the heck? You know, and that uh, is why I don't work with that person anymore. And if somebody asked me about it, I'd be like, don't. Just don't. And I, I remember seeing a video of another uh, colleague of mine having to work with this person. And I was I was tempted to reach out to see how it went. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, really? You're doing that? Nah, it's not worth it. You know, let's let's be the adult here instead of trying to stir up bad blood. Um, but that was definitely super frustrating. Other than that, like, I think I've been lucky because most of the people that I've worked with have been uh, even if they were amateurs, they've been professional, like in the sense of just like, sure. yeah, we'll get it Same. ready, everything set. And so, no, no, I'm going to take that back. There was one other person that I was working with doing a certain like monthly gig, and I'm trying to be as vague as possible. And they were the contact person for this gig. And I guess during one of the uh, performances, he like, they, well, I mean, he, not that that's going to really narrow it down, but they just got total, they lost their shit on the, the people that they were coaching. Like, it was totally derogatory, totally uncalled for statements. And Man. they, uh, the place that he was working with reached out to me. They're like, listen, we just had a really bad experience with such and such a person. They were really, you know, obscene and it happened to be very derogatory towards this. Uh, group of people so on and so forth you know so we're not going to work with them anymore would you still work with us and I'm like are you still paying they're like yeah i'm like yeah of course you know it's like I, just because this guy happened to be you know a total jerk about a particular situation um that's fine and then that person reached out to me and asked me not to work with them 
And I'm like, they're paying me. I'm not doing this for loyalty. I'm, 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 this is a paycheck, dude. This is what I do yeah. for a living. And you're going to tell me not to work with them because of some beef that you have. That's not the way that this goes. This, this is professional musicians. Like, I don't care. I, I really don't. Sure. Their checks sure. don't bounce. And you're not going to be the one getting me additional gigs. So why the heck would I do? And I was like, no. Like, <laughs> it's like, I know that they were going to be ticked. And I knew that they knew that, that, they, that I knew. And I'm like, I don't, I, I really just don't <clears throat> care. Sure. This is a paycheck. And I still work with these, uh, these other people, you know, every couple of months because it's, this is what I do for a living. And I'm not going to have petty things uh, that you have a problem with getting in the way of me making money. Like, I don't know if that caused him to start bad. I just don't care. You know, sure. I'm like, whatever, I'm still getting gigs. So it's clearly not affecting me that much. Um, but that was really shocking to me the, to see that level of, uh, unprofessionalism yeah uh, okay. i don't really and, get uh, it you know i i don't either i mean I, I, now the only thing i can say that happens with part of it is there's clearly a decent amount of ego to be thrown around in the music world derp <laughs> really duh. yeah go figure you know and I, everybody's got a little bit invested duh um you know so, so do i but at the same time if there's money on the line i'm your hired employee when you put a check in my hands so i do whatever you want musically that's that's just it that's the way that this goes right. write me the check i don't care what you want me to play um i expect the terms of the contract to be honored at the beginning like when we're saying we're have a performance i'm going to perform you know i'm not going to play to a track you know i'm going <laughs> to actually perform it but other than that it's like that's just the way that it is it's like i'm a hired gun you know or a mercenary sure. and, and that every professional musician is that it's like i'm not here to give you my opinion i'm here to do what you want me to do that's it yeah. Um, and I represent people that I sub for and people that I sub for me represent me. So I expect that same level. And that's why I have a close net uh, section of people where it's like, call this guy if I can't do the gig, you know? Um, and that's just the, the way that it should be. And I think those are the guys that get the continual work are the guys that are one outside of being good and decent musicians. They're not jerks. You right. know, they're reliable. They're, they do their job. They don't complain. They don't complain and or they don't complain about the situation to other people and they just do it. That's it. And then I mean, any interview you talk to people, especially tour or play around and, and I'm going to pick on like bigger artists. Right. But they're, they're like, well, it's one thing to be a good player, you know, but the hang has to be good. Like you can't be like, no, I mean, if you're going to be on the road with somebody and I'm picking oh, on that yeah. side of it, like, you're not going to sit in a bus for three months with somebody who's just annoying. Mm -hmm. Like you want yeah, somebody that's absolutely. like chill and, and like fun to hang out with and funny and generally you know, like you can done it fine like that. You don't have to like walk on eggshells around like, like you're not going to want any of those things. No, um, not at all. The eggshell things is like not acceptable. Yeah. I mean, you just can't, I mean, and it's, it's just not, that's not to pick on anyone. That's just, that's just I mean, being an adult. Yeah. I mean like, being on the road with people and like sleeping on the couches and stuff. I mean, like you can't be like all cranky about stuff all the time. It's not mm -hmm. really acceptable. Yeah. And I'm um, generally like, I tend to be intense, but I'm generally laid back in the sense of like life situations of like, <clears throat> okay, whatever stuff happens. It takes a lot to piss me off in that regard. But if I do get there, it's generally tough for me to bring it down a level afterward. You know, money helps. Duh, I'm a little bit of a whore in that regard. It's like, how much? 
Okay, sure. Fine. I <laughs> feel much better. Yeah. Yeah, I suddenly feel better. You know, but that also has to do with some advice that uh, an old teacher, not Steve, uh, told me. He's like, you never turn down a gig. He's like, price it to where it's worth your time. Yeah. If you don't get it, then you're not turning it down. But you're also, if you do get it, it's worth your time. You know, it's like that's me and weddings generally get pretty expensive if I don't want to do it. And that's why I don't list the prices. Like I, I have a number that always makes a wedding worth my time. Um, one million dollars. <laughs> yeah, one million dollars. Yeah, it's whatever the Dr. Evil thing that he does with his hands. I will do all your weddings. I'll do a wedding every day for people. Yeah. If you, have a, yeah, if you uh, want to get married every day for a million dollars. I'm in. <laughs> yep. I'm totally in for but a year, a, just for a year, just for just for a week would be fine by me, you know, and then leaving the hell alone. But the uh, the underlying thing is like it, it amazes to me to see the amount of just sheer unadulted, like just the immaturity is what it is. I mean, you know, it's, oh, it's I noticed really uh, like, red side visible. At one point, we had a bunch of instruments. I'm going to not put any names in here, too. But, you know, in a band, like, it gets... The more people you add, it's, like, an exponentially more difficult to get mm-hmm. schedules sorted. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, And so that when you do, now you have, like, nine people to get a rehearsal in, you know? And you finally find a time, and then, like, two or three of the people don't show up. like, And they don't tell you. And then, like... They text like an hour later in the rehearsal, like, oh man, totally forgot. Sorry, catch you next time or whatever. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? Yeah. That's why, that's a big reason why that kind of dissolved too. It was just, it was getting like unmanageable. Yeah. Well, when you're that big, that's kind of crazy. I mean, and, well, and, and it would have been cool. And uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, I think the only, we didn't have lots of money thrown around. You know, perhaps, yeah, perhaps if you were paying people $150 a rehearsal or whatever, which is what, oh, ba- yeah, you know, totally. like, I don't know what Zappa paid for rehearsal, but that's what you have to pay for rehearsal, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, we can't do that when you're poor and <laughs> whatever. Well, See, when you're younger, you can do it. Philip Glass drove a taxi to pay his musicians, you yeah. know, and, and that, that that's just it. I mean, I don't think you could drive a taxi nowadays and afford to pay musicians on top of that. But clearly back in the 70s and 80s, that was doable. Sure. Um, but the uh, it, obviously money is a huge motivator and a huge shut up and play thing with that, because eventually you get somebody's attention with the numbers. That's sure. just it. Like, And that would go with anybody on most things. So, no, no, no. Uh Okay, it's like as the number keeps getting bigger, you're you're gonna say yes to it. Uh, you know, it's an interesting just... thing too, um, particularly with non guitarists. If you give them a chart, then they're gonna stick a hundred percent to the chart, and that that can be good or bad. But it, it's mostly bad, I think. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, it's good in that they're playing notes that are right. And they, well, you're in your head, but it's bad because it's like the expectation is that you somehow know all about saxophone when you don't really play saxophone and it would be nice. And I wonder, it'd be, be cool to get a, like a good, uh, LA session person in here, mm. um, and talk to them on any instrument. Let's just, yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. start pulling around and see if I can find somebody. Cause I'm curious, um, 
or maybe not even it doesn't have the possession play. Let's say a, a hired gun like live player too, like that does it for a living. Like that's their real living is touring around in different bands and whatever. And just how much of it's on the page? I'm assuming not very much actually, but and probably because of this reason, people will just stick to the page unless you just say, "Hey, here's a track. Will you play an E minor chord or whatever for me?" Mm-hmm. And then they, you kind of have to do your thing. You know, it's kind of like when you play uh like in pit orchestras or whatever some of the the scores are very like they're really written and they're notated yep. and you're yep. like you've never even seen a guitar before have you <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> you, you don't even know what range there is on a guitar do you no. it, that, um, that chord has six different notes yeah i i, I and they're all right next to each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's some like you know minor seconds the entire yeah, time. Right. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> you have the uh, and but then some of them are like they don't even try, right? They just put like chord chart or whatever, like because yeah. they know they're like and and which one comes out better is the one that they're like, hey, you're a guitar player, play mm-hmm. guitar. Like I'm I'm taking this class with Rodney Jones and he used to play with Dizzy Gillespie, and he talks about how. Uh, He's like one time, so he started playing with Dizzy Gillespie. He was nineteen, right? So he's just a baby. Um, and here, you know, it's like the biggest jazz musician in the world. And he's playing when I'm nineteen, and and he said he one time he asked Dizzy, he's like, man, so like, what should I be playing or whatever? And Dizzy was like, well, I'm not a guitar player. You're the guitar player. Mm-hmm. If I knew what to play, then I wouldn't need you. you know? Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. So he's like, all right, I'm not gonna ask you again. <laughs> But basically, it was like your guitar play. Like you know how a guitar works. I don't know how a guitar works. I'm not gonna tell you how to play it. Like you need to know how to play it. Like if you don't, and if you don't know how to play it, then I don't want you in my band. You know, like so. I think it's it's unfortunate sometimes when you write stuff out. Man, we're really going down different rabbit holes. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We always do this. Rabbit but, uh, holes. I mean, we should be the hunting podcast. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know you write you write music out and people just follow it and that's sort of a bad thing because like well if you were a sax player or you play flute like what would you have done like i always want to say that but then if you write the chart out then they're like it's like the blinders are on and you can't get them to be like well oh yeah no no flute we would normally do something more like this oh that's cool we should do that <laughs> you know? yeah well like, i think it also happens to do with the idea of like if you're writing something up and you're paying somebody, they're going to, if somebody wrote something up for me, that, sure. They feel obligated. Right. Yeah. yeah I'm going to play what's on the page and that's the sure. Thing. Yeah. And that like, unless like I have it, unless they're like, give me some feedback with that. Yeah. Th- so that, that's was, what I always but, try to do, but yeah, it'd be interesting to say if somebody wrote this really through composed thing to you and they're like, well, what do you think about measure 57? Like, is that, is that something you would normally like, how would yeah would you change it and you're like uh and let's just say it's something that was kind of like awkward like an awkward mm-hmm. part because it wasn't very guitar friendly yeah but then you would be like well should i change it because <laughs> i did work on that for a while and now yeah, i oh, can sort yeah. of get yeah. it and i mean what if i change it it might not be that good or whatever and they're really thinking like please change it because I really don't know what I'm doing on that spot. <laughs> yeah. I just copied that in finale and I moved it over, you know, you and I remember re- that the class, the arranging class that we took together or not together. You were in a, 
an arranging class and you it was like you needed a classical guitar so i came in and played for it or something <clears throat> okay and then while i was there one of your classmates i can't remember what his name was had like the same arrangement and he's like hey could you play this like now and i was like okay and i looked at it and i was like clearly this guy just copy pasted <laughs> the, the, the guitar part copy pasted yeah it's like slang for copy paste but copy pasta oh, i never heard that so, before yeah i just the, learned the, something new yeah I, the, it's really the, still it, stupid but it's all right it is i'm not explaining i'm not saying that it's brilliant i'm just saying it's from my kids youtube videos or whatever it's a so pizza the, uh, pie yeah copy pasta it's an copy italian pasta. thing yeah so anyway so i'm like looking at it and it's like you know like high a above the staff and chords underneath it and i'm like yeah um or not by not like the first line above the staff high a but like an octave above that and it's like yes yeah, sight read this and then shift down to the yeah, right. and like i'm like um and dr wilding I, I, he was running the class he was he asked for my input like after that and i was like yeah this is this is impossible like it's not like it, okay let me rephrase it I, yeah. it's not impossible but that is unnecessarily difficult like there's a, other ways to notate this to have it much easier reaching. Like you want me to play up here like these chords when but I, I, I mean, so, so I mean, if you're not a guitar player though, it's hard to know that yeah, stuff. Exactly. I mean, I've certainly that, done. Uh... That was clearly a case of copied from this part, put in the yeah. list. And, there, I have a guitar. I, part. I remember I did this. Uh... So like, <laughs> it was funny. I took classical orchestration, right? At the same time, I took jazz arranging. And the orchestration class was so easy. Like, it was like, comparatively speaking, it was just like baby lesson number one or whatever. Um, just because the harmony was so much easier. So like, there's all these rules. And like, when you're writing for a big band, like, even though, like, let's say the, that for that core, for that measure, it's F7. But you can't, har you don't harmonize F7. The it doesn't work like that. You have to have um, forward motion going on throughout. So every every note, let's say it was an eighth note line, right? Every one of those chords has to lead into the next chord and lead into the next chord. And lead. So even though it's F7 is the main chord, there's like this harmonic thing happening where they're always yeah. um, resolving. So you have these constant like, it might go, it might not, it, you might play like a C sharp whatever chord, in the middle of that, you know, to get to some other chord, to get to some other chord, to, so that it finally lands on the F7 on like the whatever beat, you know? So there's, or more likely, like maybe F7 was the first one, but all that's leading to the next chord, which is a E flat minor or something. So you, all seven chords, uh, you know, all the harmony that's happening with every instrument has to get to that E flat minor in the coolest way you can think of. So you have to sort of like backtrack yeah, to yep. get to there from the, and the F7 should go, you know, whatever. Anyway, so it just takes, it takes a long time. Mm -hmm. And the reason I brought this up is I remember I wrote the big band chart in C, you know, like, cause all the instruments get transposed. Yeah. And just so I could, you know, wrap my head around it. Cause you yeah, can't right like, I'm like, I'm going to do all the transposing in my head. But anyway, I remember I moved all the parts to the saxes. They're just like, like out of range or whatever. And you're like, dang it. <laughs> like you spent all this time like trying to get it. And you sort of know the range. Like, you know, you looked at the range thing. But there's, you know, you're thinking about like 
10 instruments or whatever, and they all have different ranges yeah. and you're trying to, and I was just like, <laughs> you finally get it sounding good and it's in C and then you move it to the transpositions and you're like, son of a, like, this is not going to work. Yeah. I need another drink. <laughs> Damn it. They got to start all over again because now like every voicing's wrong. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Oh, that's a, that is the worst thing. Oh, I remember doing that when I was in school. It's like, hey, I've solved the problem. Yeah, it's not like you like just do a different octave because then those voicings all yep. get weird. And then you have yep. like uh, my professor, the, the dreaded minor ninth. That was really the only interval he was really against. Hmm. Um, He's like, you couldn't have dreaded minor ninth. And he would notice he, probably the best ears of anyone I've ever met. Um, right. And not a perfect pitch either. Just like ridiculous relative pitch. Like could hear everything. Um. So he'd just be like, nope. You know, like he would, did you see this? The tenor and the trumpet, the third trumpet, or I mean, like, <laughs> you're like, dang it. You didn't see it because you just weren't, you know, weren't there. So you had to catch That was about the only one you had to catch. Um, but uh, anyway. No, I didn't. Really fascinating. Yeah, so it's funny. I mean, so I feel for the person writing in the weird, you know, guitar thing. The pr- the the it, thing yeah. would be like, hey, if he if like if he would have said like a day before, hey, I heard you're playing with this thing for Tim. Could you look at my thing and see if it makes any sense or whatever? <laughs> and you'd be like, eh, yeah, this isn't really working. This isn't really working. Yeah, make sure you move this. Yeah. I can't. This isn't. I can't really do that. Like that's not a very guitar friendly. It's like I could do it, but in terms of. Difficulty on literally just getting handed the music. Yeah. And here, play this. It's like, this isn't going to come out well. You know, like, I distinctly remember playing that, and I'm like, I look at it, and I'm playing it. I'm like, I'm going to wait a beat and then come in on the beat two of the next bar because that shift is not going to happen, like, right out the gate. Now it's always practicing it. Um, and I did that. And then, like, that, then Wilding asked me about my input. And I was like, well, you know, th- this needs, this is really, really awkward stuff. Not impossible, but. The amount of work in order to get it to sound good for the payoff is stupidly ratioed. <laughs> it's like it's like God. Why would I work that hard? You know, there's a composer friend of mine that had some things like that, where it's like, yeah, that that could it be done? Yes. Is it going to take me like a month and a half to work up three beats? Yes. You know, so let's know. We're thinning this out very, very much. Done the uh it's it's just part of it and that you know like the the last project that i worked on for the soundtrack thing for that game uh it uh like not uh, did that game come out yet oh god yeah don't don't mention it It, it's awful all right you'll have to send it to me uh, (laughs) no no i don't think i will (laughs) (laughs) i think think i'm gonna make you (laughs) i had to hear about this thing for a while and i listened to some of it come on like the soundtrack was the best part but that that's also like oh god it was like you I don't count it. though because you're like a mr gamer so no dude listen i gave it i i loaded it up for my sons to play thinking like hey i can bond with them over this and they're like dad this is this is not fun mm-hmm. after 10 minutes and i'm like whoof that's scathing my kids that play roblox and all these other stupid games would think the one that i worked on is awful so it's like yeah nope nope that whatever you, know, oh, you better send it to me i'm gonna make you uh, all right fine but um not that yeah, i like it i don't like any game so if i can make yeah. it even five minutes then that's pretty good that's probably a good I, game that would be impressive because <laughs> I, I gave it like 10 minutes and i'm like 
And I thought it was like, okay, this is pre-alpha. Don't be too hard on it, you know, whatever. And then I didn't really touch it till like the the near done beta. And I was like, this isn't that much That's all right. better. <laughs> and sure enough, it, but when I was working on that, like I did, I wrote my own track for it, but I also recorded guitars for some other people. And one of the guys, you know, it, it, it's working with a composer. I mean, he, he wasn't a bad composer in the way least, but he was a picky composer. So eventually like, you know, after many back and forth track sessions, send it out, get it back, send it out, get it back, send it out, get it back. It was like, all right, dude, can we just FaceTime while I record yeah. this? Cause this is getting, and that was like the most brilliant thing ever. I had a, like all the mics set up and I had them on a FaceTime camera, like angled at me and I'm like, okay, tell me what you want. Like, let's go. And then I hit the record and just do it. And, oh, yeah, da, da, da. and that took like, you know, what would have been weeks of work. We got done in like two hours Sure. Um, and, and nailed it. And then we he had another thing that he, he wanted to play for it. That it was really hard. I got it, but it was then he was like, Yeah, I'm just gonna use the keyboard part that I wrote for it rather than the guitar <laughs> thing. And I was like, All right, fine. You know, of course, that was like, I caught COVID right in the middle of learning it. So that like set me behind like a good week of not touching my guitar. I could care less at that point. But the, uh, like, it, it was, uh, what was it? It was septuplets at 70 or 80 beats a minute. So like constant, like it was like flying, you yeah. know, and, uh, I was like, yeah, this is going to take me a little bit to work up. And it was all layered guitars. So it'd be like three guitars harmonized with that. And I had to use the eight string on it to get to like the, the low parts, which was cool sounding, but it just never, uh, it, 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 it didn't work. So that I just got too far behind, you yeah. know, and that's that. And he was like, oh, I'll just use this. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I, I, I I'm so I, I was still like recovering though. I wasn't sick. It was still like, I was getting tired all the time, but you know, it's just part of working in, in music that you'll get stuff and you'll work at it. And sometimes it'll work. Other times you'll get stuff it and it won't. You sure. Know, that reminds me of the, uh, there was a track on the first red side visible record. I don't never turn that Chris wrote. And, uh, <laughs> like it had all the, everything was notated, all the guitar parts, yeah, and it was like this four-part harmony, like choral harmony kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was fast, and I, I like I tried for the longest time to like play it as a so, like a solo piece, but it was like all these eighth note, like I mean, it was like playing like it was like church yeah. choir. Um, yeah, forget like, it. Not, it was like the Lutheran church book, whatever you know, like four-part yeah. harmonies moving, yep. whatever. And I'm just like, and a lot of it was like not possible guitar fingerings you know a lot of thirds or whatever um so it was like all thirds and like you're just moving around and <laughs> you know like so anyway I, I recorded each one as an individual track each line oh, yeah. that's what you got to do but yeah. you know it doesn't have the same quality too though no, it right doesn't. it ended up sounding kind of like um you know queen or something mm -hmm. right but uh i mean it's actually kind of cool in a way and i never think to write like that i probably should but uh, like um cool. It's like it, it was just interesting, was because I was like, man, I can't play this. Like I tried for the longest time. I'm like, I can't. Oh yeah, that, it's that's what makes box so damn difficult. You know, as soon as it yeah. gets to multi part counterpoint, you know, two is like, all right, I can handle this. Three is like, all right, this is going to be tricky. I can kind of maintain it. Four is like, yeah, forget it. It's not going to happen. Like it'll happen maybe for like a beat, and then it's done. <laughs> because you just get. You I got that voicing. Got it. Yeah. 
Yeah, Boom. That's it. That, can we punch that? All right, let's punch the next one. You know, as I get my foot involved to fret that particular note. Yeah, you just need just, those like little pedals to just like record an eighth note of it. <laughs> it. Whatever works to get the thing done. Yeah, I mean that's so. that's how I would have had to do that if anything. Yeah, it. Uh, I I remember I, when COVID hit, I was like, I'm gonna transcribe a Bach chorale a week, and then after one attempt, it was like, yeah, this isn't gonna happen. <laughs> like, there's two four point uh, four part choral music does not go on the guitar that well <laughs> and it, like the level of difficulty just shot up to the point where it's like this oh, is yeah. stupid you know and then i looked I, I mean i looked online and now i realize why nobody else did that <laughs> it's like oh yeah because you know what's funny yeah. I, I remember so i went to mountain union for a year and i i sort of uh was looking to minor in piano too as well as guitar <clears throat> and uh i was taking lessons but it was all the the like the I'm gonna turn this or bring this back, but because it was like a church school or whatever, yeah, like you had to play out of the uh, Lutheran. I don't know, what is it called hymnal no, or whatever. Yeah, hymnal. You know, that's all like these four part harmony things, which is actually pretty difficult. Like you mm-hmm. know, and like especially reading it, like you got to get you got to spend time with it. And I remember coming to Akron and. Um, later, you, you know, a couple of years later or whatever. And it was like, whatever their piano test was to test out of all the piano, cl- like it was so easy. <laughs> like, yeah, like you. And I hadn't played piano for like three years, but because like, I was in New York city or whatever, four, maybe it was five years. Um, I really hadn't played, I didn't have a piano, so I wasn't playing it yeah. or a keyboard or anything. And I started like, wait, this is the. <laughs> Because, like, compared to, like... Now, I was doing other stuff, too. I was doing, like, Chopin and whatever. Like, yeah. trying to... Like, I... There was a point where I almost dropped guitar, actually. Nice. Because, nice. um... I really was close. So close. Um... And it was mostly because of composing. I just feel like piano's a little bit easier to compose on. You have access and, to everything. Yeah, you have access. And you can just... Eat those four-part harmony. <laughs> like, it was probably a little bit of that. That was during those years, too. It was... Like, because I was playing so much piano and, like, there was just certain things, like, I would never be able to play that on guitar. You know, I don't even have access to really play that on guitar. Um, Which means that you can't, it's hard to think like that, you know, at the same time, right, as for composing. But anyway, um, yeah, I just remember remember going to Akron. I'm like, I haven't, I'm like, I was a little worried about the piano test thing. Like, I, but I'm like, I think I can test out of this. And I remember, just, I'm like, really? This was this is what it was. <laughs> like, God, if only I would have known that. But it was the it was the hymnal. Out. The hymnal made it so much easier because that was way harder than like most things to read, at least for me. Because you you're literally four parts just changing all the time, you know. Um, God, I hated I hated having to take. I that. I remember. <laughs> I do remember you complaining about piano a lot. Oh God, all the damn time. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like. I, oh, I mean, I get why they put everybody into it, but I, at the same time, they're like, well, you need to know, I have an instrument that can harmonize. I have an instrument that can harmonize. That's what I'm playing on. You know, I don't ever intend like, to play. But yeah, but is that life. a toy or a real instrument? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, I, 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 think I, I think I mentioned that on here before, or at least to you. I think, was it? It might have been that orchestration class, which was like my last year or whatever um and uh the like a classical trumpet player that was his major 
was like, so what are you even going to do with a guitar? Like, and I was like, this was in the semester. Like we had known each other, you know, at this point, I mean, I wasn't like a friend with them or whatever, but we were in the yeah, class. Yeah, it's yeah. like, we were acquaintances at least. And I'm just thinking like, well, like I can get gigs. <laughs> I could, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you going to do with, cl-? I mean, I, I don't even remember if I said it. Cause I was kind of like, but I was thinking like, what are you going to do with classical trumpet? Like, <laughs> I'm like, what is there like 50 symphonies in the country you could play in? And like, there's probably 500 people auditioning for the one trumpet role <laughs> in each one, you know, like seriously competitive. I mean, it's, it's... like you don't, there's nothing against classical trumpet. It's fantastic. Right. But yeah, no, I get it. But at the same time, it's, it's like you went to school for guitar. Yeah. It's, I, get, I get that. I, I get the argument. You know, it's like, uh, it's a lot of, well, things. I actually, yeah, to... none of us should have went to school for music, but that's regardless of the fact. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of the point, that, that's, regardless of that point, let's pick on the things that have actually happened. Yeah. So, <laughs> so bandmates can be a pain in the ass. Uh, and make absolutely terrible decisions that kind of kills your faith in humanity. And pop stars can do the same thing and whatever. That's just starting yeah. to deal with people. And it makes the old adage true of being in a band is like being married to five people. You know, and even even like the makeshift projects where you're Yeah. Everyone is just adding their two cents or whatever. I don't know. You know, and it's a fine line between artistic integrity and being a jerk, right. you know, like that, that, that is it. And even then, like, but I, in my own head right now, I'm counterpointing that. It's like, well, sometimes you need to be a jerk to have artistic integrity or you're going to come off like a jerk because you have artistic. It's like, yeah, no, that's not going to work. It's that's fine if you do that in some kind of reasonable time frame. Yes. That's, <laughs> that, that's your, that's the underlying point. I, you is know what, how much I would have cared if, if I would have sent those first couple tracks, even like, let's say it was like the third one and they finally listened. Yeah. And, then and they were, correct. you know, and this was two yeah. months in or whatever, whatever it was month in. And they were like, Whoa, like we need to, like, that was not what we were thinking at all. That. But at least it would have been faster than I'd 10 have been like, out. cool. I'll be like, cool. I'll just replace. Like, so what are you thinking? Are you yeah. thinking more like this, more like that? Whatever. I don't care. Like, I didn't have any like ego about it. But I also was thinking like, hey, no way. I'm changing this now. Like, I'm not gonna go back and record those parts. Like, we've passed the expiration date. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. It's been a year. We're done. <laughs> like. I don't care. You can erase erase everything I did. I I could care less. But I am not going back and yep. redoing it. Mm-hmm. Especially, I like. I don't want any association with those people on anything. Yeah. No, I get it. I I totally. Because if it. they were like that for this, certainly they've been like that on other projects. Oh yeah. I mean, and that's the underlying thing. It's like if you're working with somebody in an intensely creative environment, and they act a particular way, it's not like this is an isolated incident. Right. And it's like, this is something that's clearly going to repeat any other time that they're in something like this. So it's a matter of, you know, cutting out the unnecessary toxicity. It's like, this is not worth our time. And that's it. And that's, but that's also part of learning to, on the professional side of business or uh, the music business. It's like, you're going to run into toxicity. You would have never had to teach my kids to do this the right way. Yeah. Yeah, like it would have never. You would have. They would have never not listened. Yeah, and I haven't told them anything. Like they don't know anything about this. Mm-hmm. 
no situation. Like they just wouldn't have done it. So I don't. Yeah, that's where I'm like, if my six year old knows better, then like you should know better. <laughs> you know? Amen. That's that's pretty much that's that is the rule. And I don't mean like six, obviously six year olds can be like super sweet to everyone and whatever. That's a whole different thing. But yeah, I just mean so like <laughs> they're not tired. So <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but that's, anyway. that's that's just the way that it goes. It's the way that it is, you know. Yeah. So if you're in a band right now and you've made it this far in this podcast, yeah, and you don't can't be a six-year-old. like take the common courtesy and like you know at least be present. Yes. If somebody's gonna if somebody's gonna spend some time and do something for you or with you, I don't know. Just yeah. Don't ignore it. Don't like. Don't tell me you don't have freaking five minutes to listen to a track. I don't believe yep. you at all. Yeah, I, I, I don't have, care how busy you are. There's exactly. never a time in your life you've been too busy to spend five minutes to listen to a song. Especially if you're <clears> in on the project. Yeah, in the project. I mean, like, I make it a priority that any one of my friends that sends me a track to listen to, I listen to. Like, yeah. I might not be able to get it to right away, but it's yeah. on the list. Maybe it's not today or tomorrow, but it's going to be sometime in the next week. Yep. And, okay. uh, and, and, and uh, present, like yeah. not just like in the background or whatever. Like, like this is something where I throw these on. I all right, turn everybody else off. Be be courteous, especially yeah to your friends or especially because a I, project you're on. Yes, exactly. And then it's don't like, comment about like, oh man, I don't know about the mix. I had this problem <laughs> earlier last year when those two recordings. I'm gonna leave a name out here too, but it was like, oh, the drums are too whatever this that is like. Well, I don't know. I thought they sent it, but oh well, I just listened to it on my crappy headphones. <laughs> I'm like, I just spent 20 hours putting this together, and you couldn't spend five minutes getting your good pair of headphones. Like, I don't get it. I don't have and any. I, I don't have any sympathy at all. Like, no, dude, I completely, I, I completely agree with that. That is the th- if it's a professional thing. Yeah. It's like you're supposed to be at this level, so why aren't you there when you're on this project? Like, like I would never listen to somebody's track that they sent me on my iPhone speakers unless they were. At, <clears> I'm not going to say right. never. If they were like, I need this right now, and I don't have access to headphones, and my phone's there, I'm going to just hit play or whatever. But if like, if say if they wanted real my distinct yeah. attention, it's like I sit down, boot this up, throw the Odyssey on, sit down hear what they have coming at me because that's what I expect somebody else to do. Sure. Like maybe not it, 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 with Odyssey, but you know, at least something decent so they can pick up. The well, at least something they know and that they like, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> if they, if it's their car, sure. Whatever. I don't care. Yep. Oh, the car test, the dreaded car test. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, if they want to go in the car and do it, that's, that's totally acceptable to me mm-hmm. because that's probably something that they understand. But yeah, when it's like, yeah. well, listen and like, I couldn't hear that one thing I did, but I was in here like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, which part? Oh, yeah, two two fifty. Like, they can even give it. Oftentimes, they're like, yeah, two fifty seven, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I couldn't hear this bass drop or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, I listened, and it was super loud. <laughs> and they're like, I don't know how you didn't hear it or whatever. Like, it was like shaking my house. And they're yeah. like, oh well. I, I was in an, I was in the subway and I was listening on my phone speaker. You know whatever you're like that. So that that's the kind of that's not this what happened here by the way. But I'm just saying. Yeah, I know, it, I know. It's, it's, it's like that's the kind of responses you get sometimes. It's like 
Wait, so you just meant... You wanted me to go back and change something before that? Like, I'm not going to change that? Yep. It's crazy. Absolutely yeah. crazy. So, yeah. Don't That's be a that. jerk. Don't just, be a jerk. Just be courteous. And respond within a decent amount of time. If you said you listened to something, make sure you've listened to it. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> it was like I sent that thing to Bumblefoot and the one red side visible, and he's like, Hey man, he sent me a voice message back. He's like, Hey man, and you could hear the song in the background. Like I don't know, it was only like two hours later. <laughs> yeah. Like this guy's like a rock star. Yeah. And like touring all around the world and playing for thousands of people and whatever and like probably gets so many I don't know how many messages a day and here he is and spent that time like I don't I mean he probably gets thousands you know thousands of messages and he can do that like ain't no chance that you didn't have the time <laughs> and I'm certain that that dude if he got it was involved with the project he would listen you know like I just you're never too big of a star to listen to a project you're working on yep yep anyway all right. And there we have it. Let's, let's get out of let's here. Let's end it here. That's it. We're done. Go away. Now stop. Fine. You're still here? I'm still here. Everyone's I've, still here? I finished my scotch. <laughs>